0: What's going on, folks? I'm Jordan from Duck and Chronicles, and we are here for another podcast. And let me tell you, we are three beat dudes right now after hunting hard all day long, sleeping in the boat, and uh, getting it done. So it's definitely a fun one. And I got Tim and Hunter with me again, and we're going to share with you the whole story for today. And let me tell you, there's a lot of things you can say about today, but it was definitely... (laughs) an experience so um i do think it, you know in the end it, it, it was a good hunt so yeah um, so stay tuned for that real quick we're going to get a word from our partners and we'll jump right into it so first off I'd like to give a big thanks to onyx guys onyx is the perfect app for waterfowlers you can use it for public land or private land um we've been using the track feature a lot going in on these public land areas just push the track button you can find your path through there tracks and all that. Um, you can remember the holes you went to drop your pins afterwards. Um, but it's just all around. It's, it's got some great options for waterfowl hunters. So check it out. Also I'd like to give a big thanks to Tetra Tetra hearing, uh, guys, Tetra hearing, uh, is, uh, the hearing protection of choice for me and Elliot. Uh, both of us, uh, had not been using hearing protection to probably to a fault, and so it's great to be um, kind of doing that. I know a lot of waterfowl hunters skip that. And especially when you talk to old guys that have been doing it their whole life, um, they really suffer from not wearing hearing protection. And I don't want to be in that boat. So I do my best to wear hearing protection whenever I can. Um, the big plus to Tetris is uh, you can hear your buddies talking. You can hear the birds coming in. You can hear the marsh wake up. But when the guns go boom, the technology in there, it uh, it uh, blocks that from damaging your hearing so check them out guys at tetra hearing also like to give big thanks to final approach and uh guys been using the final approach decoys this season and you know uh one decoy that i'm a big fan of right now is the new fa Wood duck so um check those out guys they have everything you need from camo to decoys to um waders it's the one-stop shop for waterfowl hunters Also, like to give a big thanks to Motion Ducks. Guys, Motion Ducks helps out hunters on those no-win days. It puts lifelike motion right in your spread. It sets up in minutes, tears down, um, and it just, as a hunter, you're going to learn the hard way if you don't have motion in your set, especially on those no-win days that those weary birds are not going to finish. But don't just, uh, you know, it's hard to explain it in words. Definitely need to see a video. Um, I got them on my channel. Elliot does as well. Um, And you can definitely see it at Motion Ducks as well. All right, let's go ahead and, oh, oh I should I should mention, the Motion Ducks code is duck gun 2020 so check that out. All righty, let's go ahead and jump into the podcast. So, like I said, guys, <laughs> it's been a long day. We pretty much, we did the podcast 24 hours ago, the first one, and then we jumped in the boat. Am I remembering that right? We just jumped in the boat straight from that? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. We hung out for about an <laughs> yeah. hour and then we were in the boat. Did it at the boat ramp. held down the spot and then we got out there so um slept all night in the boat honestly it wasn't it wasn't that bad i I was snoring like a baby (laughs) not too not too long into it um how'd you how'd you sleep over there tim in your boat
1: uh it was fine i popped the blind up right away Turned the heater on uh weston took a while to get comfy but i had a cot in my (laughs) boat so it was it was all right
0: yeah can't complain it was uh, a bougie boat over there with mm-hmm. the the blind and the- yep. <laughs> yeah, while the men
2: slept out underneath the stars. I was surprised.
1: I woke up a little before you guys. I think Hunter was up when I got up. I flipped my blind back over, and you guys were open boating. It. I was like, all right.
2: Yeah,
0: I did get I did get a little cold. I will say that, um, but it wasn't like so cold I couldn't fall asleep. I was just like, man, this is cold, and then I was just out again. <laughs> <laughs> my I think my sleeping bag's rated for twenty or thirty, mm-hmm. and it's like it was right in there. So. Yeah. It did the trick, though. But anyways, so let's fast forward to the hunt. So one thing we definitely have to talk about is going to be – I think it's probably going to be Tim's favorite part of the podcast. But let's get get—let's get your honest opinion, Hunter. You ready for this? Yeah. Did <laughs> – have I been a little too hard on Tim today with all the jokes about it? No. No, okay. No, they're well warranted. <laughs> well warranted. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Because when you're gone at lunch – I was like, "Hey man, I just want to make sure that you're not like taking this personal." Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's
1: funny. <laughs> it ended up working out. So, I guess it worked out.
0: So.
2: yeah, it did work out. Well, the story he's avoiding telling.
1: I'm not avoiding. It. I'll tell it. All right, well, then tell it. All right. So,
0: well, well, well here, let me let me start, set the stage for this. So, I want to make sure that we get this.
1: I was going to start from the beginning, beginning. Okay. So, here so.
0: Here's the here's setting the stage, okay? I just want to go through what what was going through my mind, right? Okay. think mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim's? Are really stressing out? No.
1: <laughs> Wait. So, do I going to tell what went through my mind? Sure. Sure. Okay. Perfect. You sure. go first.
0: Then. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, so um, go the strategy from from Tim's point of view on this. I feel like we're like leading into this kind of, kind of weird, beating around the bush. But anyways, so the cut and dry is that Tim's strategy on this was. He was worried about people setting up on us, and so he invited his acquaintance, people he knew, to sit somewhat near to us to kind of block them in the hopes that somebody else wouldn't sit up too close. So it's almost like a roll of the dice, right? Because you got like, you know, in my mind, it's like you go through a lot of work. Like you guys been scouting your butt off this week. You know, I drove out here a good ways. Then we, like, get in the boat. We, we set up at the boat ramp. Like, we're blocking the spot so that we're number one, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're ready to go. We uh we get out to the spot. We are number one. We get the pick, all that kind of stuff. And you kind of hope that, like, you don't have someone set up on us. Yeah. But instead, we, like, invited someone to. We <laughs> had someone set up on us. <laughs> like, it was planned. <laughs> and it just, um, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, (laughs) what's the plan here? (laughs) So
1: going back to when we scouted, we knew there was two spots in that marsh that were going to kill birds. Hunting in this marsh in the past, we also know those two spots are getting hunted regardless. So where I had those guys set up, granted they didn't set up where we told them to. They were 60, 70 yards too close. That spot was going to get hunted if they didn't go there, period, because that's the most popular spot in that marsh. Yeah. So we kind of got unlucky when it was nighttime at midnight. They were sitting where we told them to, and they were probably okay. It was probably about 175. It wasn't quite 200 yards away. Come shooting time when they went and picked a buddy up at the ramp, they were definitely within probably 100 yards of us.
0: Yeah. And I actually measured it. When we're you? sitting there, <laughs> I, I was just curious and it was like 120. So, mm. um, like yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's maybe the closest I've ever hunted to, to another group that like, wasn't like oh, in our like, party. Right. Yeah. Cause we, we kind of did that a little bit in yep. teal season, mm-hmm. but also like we're, we were working together. We had two boats, we, we split up and then right. like moved around and we're taking like, it was an, an unorthodox hunt. But now I'm just wondering if that's the Iowa way. Like, you guys just always sit, like, 100 yards away from each other So, in the boats. idea
1: was, is if we get someone we know sitting there, maybe they won't screw us over as if it's something totally random. And it worked until for the sc- first two hours of the hunt.
2: Yeah, until they screwed us over. And yeah. And
1: then they screwed us over on some big I wouldn't even. I
2: wouldn't even
0: say that it worked, because, <clears throat> like... It's hard for that to work, right? Because they set up like they set up upwind of us.
1: hmm Correct.
0: And like if it would have been a different wind, maybe it wouldn't have been a, an issue, but like we'd be like calling a flock of teal and they'd swing wide and like they weren't cupping into their decoys, they're just passing through, right? Yeah. And, you know, they'd take take shots, which like if we weren't there, they take their shots all day. So it's a little, you know
1: Correct. So the only time it came in to be an issue. <clears throat> was when we had the mallards locked on us. We finally got mallards locked on us, and all of a sudden, on the swing, that's when they shot our swing. And that was the first time, and then they did it on the pintails, too. And the pintails were worse because...
0: Because they're pintails. pintails. Well,
1: they're pintails, (laughs) and there was a flock of 40 of them locked on us coming into our spread, and seven of them swung around to come in. Yeah. And we only got one out of it because they...
0: And I think the worst part about it is that they're it was egregious because they were not near shots. Like we're talking, like yeah, they're swing birds at like sixty yards, yeah, plus maybe. Yep. So.
1: Yeah, so that kind of screwed us, but twenty twenty hindsight, we gotta go see <laughs> wood ducks later on in the day. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. So when um, we made redemption right on the day, mm-hmm. but like if that was just the end of the day. It would have been a a pretty bitter taste, right?
1: So the worst part about that is, is we talked to those guys, obviously, at the ramp we picked up at the same time. We had 10 dead birds. They had 14.
2: Mm.
1: We hunted four guys. Had they not been there, 10 plus 14 is 24.
0: Well, and uh, they didn't have a dog and they lost quite a few, too. (laughs) Yeah.
1: True. Yet again, we talked about that when you were here for Teal. It's very common to see people not hunting with dogs that's Ball true mm-hmm.
2: yeah it'd be really hard to hunt without a dog going back now like with the birds dropping how they do and everything else it's just it'd be hard where we hunt to not have a dog yeah
0: you guys talk about dogs for a minute i'm gonna go get like a drink of water because mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently i got like a tickle in my throat and gatorade's not not doing not not getting it. it all right
2: <laughs> um well actually we'll talk a little bit about the habitat that we were hunting today So we're in a, off the marsh or in a marsh off of a river. It's about knee deep water, waist deep by the time you get into the water. Like by the time you actually step into it, it's about waist deep. And we're hunting a bunch of, uh, they like drain it during the summer. And so it's a bunch of grass and stuff that's all underneath the water and a bunch of, I don't even know what to call them. It's just trash. It's like, it's just a bunch of foliage that's in the water. It's wrapped around your prop, gets wrapped around your legs when you're trying to walk through it. It's kind of miserable. So, like, that's kind of where we're hunting, and this specific place has been kind of overrun with uh, Fragmite, which I don't know if any of you guys are, like, familiar with Fragmites, but they're, like, the worst possible thing to have in a marsh. They're just this horrible weed, and they're, they're hard to work around. They're not good cover because they're so thin, and they're, like, 10 foot tall, so you can't see around them and it's just they're like the worst of everything you could possibly want and it marsh. chokes
1: everything out like w- this marsh that we're in used to be all red wheat red reeds and it was really lush and it was really fun to hunt and like i'd say what half of the marsh now yeah it's half of vibe. it is still like reeds and cattails and really good hide and then the rest is the fragmite and it's just choking everything out slowly
2: Yeah, and, like, the other problem with the Fragmite is is it grows up where there used to be holes. So, like, we'll be sitting in a – where you used to have a hole that was a 50-foot diameter hole that you had a really good hide that you could go off of. Now the center of the hole is just Fragmite, and there's still the red grass around it. And it's just – it it, kind of sucks. But it is what it is. The one thing I will say I was impressed with was even with, like, how much – what I'm going to call, like, trash in the water, the, like, random – Vegetation that was growing up where we were at, about how well the the motion duck spreader didn't like get caught on it. I mean, we were in you know waist deep, knee deep water, but I was still kind of surprised about that that the legs, whatever you want to call them, of the spreader didn't get caught. Oh yeah, yeah, it worked great. Yeah, yeah,
1: I was that was actually a little surprising because like Hunter said, our props, everything. I mean, the second you put your prop in reverse on these surface drives you just shot yourself in the foot because all it does is wrap it on and then it binds it into your prop. So you had yeah. to get out of the boat and pull it all off. But the motion duck spreader went right through that stuff. And it was like, it worked just fine. It was yeah. crazy.
2: Cause we had no wind at the beginning of the day. And you know, in like this stuff, it's not, it's open water, but there's so much trash in it that it doesn't move, you know? So you need a lot of ripples in order to get any motion into anything. And yeah. It worked out good. I mean, we had, we birds at work
0: too. oh yeah so we yeah the the birds we ended up getting so you know now that we talked about the one kind of like black eye of the hunt right because that's going to be in the video i don't even know how i'm gonna like explain you know did yeah. you get
1: video of like how close they were
0: well i mean i'm wearing a gopro the whole time right so oh, i don't i didn't say in the video but i might have to like do some voiceover and say hey listen to the podcast for like a fuller explanation because yeah it's hard to explain all that mm-hmm. you know
1: does your gopro pick up good audio Yeah. Because do you remember the first bird they shot at where we're like, whoa, (laughs) when it rained right next to us? We're like, oh, they're way closer than we thought.
0: Yeah. Honestly, as soon as it was starting to come light, like even before that, I was already thinking that they were closer than they were last night. I think I said
2: it to one of you guys. I think you talked to Tim about it. Yeah.
1: They were definitely like, so where I had had them set to sleep, they were easily 30 to 40 yards closer to us than where we had them set.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you, I mean, just like as a as a rule of thumb, are you like what is your distance that you are okay with people being to you?
2: Okay, nowhere. I don't want to see you. But sure, like realistically, well, that's like that's like perfect, right? Yeah. But like, what is what is what are you okay with? Realistically, I mean, like if you give me two hundred yards, I'm okay with that, and. This marsh specifically, that's kind of hard to do with some of the spots. Like, they're kind of close together. Yeah. It's a small marsh. Yeah. I think it's one of the smallest marshes I've ever hunted. Mm -hmm. Okay.
1: This Uh, is definitely our smallest marsh in this area. Yeah. Obviously, later on today, you saw...
0: Like, I've hunted lakes and stuff. But, like, as marshes, like you say, like, you have these legs and little cuts and and little, you know, uh, sloughs that come off, like, channels. And, yeah, it's almost like, in a perfect world, you know, I would... I would never think that if someone was, was set up in one of those, I'd never go in there. But I, I get it. Like opener yeah. is a little different. Even on opener, I don't know, I would. Yeah. So, but I, but it's. I guess it's a little different if that's what everybody does in your area or whatever, right? So, yeah. and like, like
1: two two hundreds ideal for me. I'd say too. But yeah. like when we hunt there,
0: even in like the like not not opener, like someone else is already set up in that. If slu- I'm set Princeton, up in that. If slu- I'm
1: sitting in Princeton, period. Cause I'll just, it doesn't matter (laughs) if I'm sitting in that marsh, I will, (laughs) I will, I'll I'll (laughs) strictly only if you're 150 away, I'm fine. I
2: don't care. I mean, like, like, like realistically the, uh, the, uh, um, the closest, like I'd want anybody to set up is 200 yards. And then like, you know, I'd definitely prefer more space, but like, I would understand if there's two different holes that are, you know, close to each other and we just have to end up setting two hundred yards. But then like along on that, I mean, I would expect some sort of respect out of that too. Where if I'm there first, I kind of expect that they're not going to shoot my swings and you're not going to shoot birds that are coming to me. And the biggest problem that we have is I when people call birds off of your set. So like you'll get birds that come over the tree line. And they'll see a spread and then they'll just lock onto a spread. And then everybody else in the marsh is trying to call the birds off of someone else's spread. (laughs) And like, that's like the most annoying thing in the world. And we run into it all the time. Yeah. It's
1: just not big enough. Like if you get more than four groups. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is there. Yeah. And then
2: the river is right
0: through there too. So, you know, you have, you can hear hunters calling and shooting right there, just outside across the levee. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: That's why we avoid that area. On weekends, to be honest. Yeah. Sure. It really is. Yeah.
0: No, I was just kind of curious because um, I'd say my distance is a little bit further than that, you know, mm-hmm. um, but maybe it's just the, maybe the pressure or what you're kind of used to all that. So, or and, and, the, and like you said, in particular, in that marsh, yep. it is small. So yep. if it was me and I went and do one of those sloughs, somebody's already in it. I just, I don't think that I'd even want to set up, you know? Yeah. You just try to find yeah, somewhere else.
1: We literally, I mean arguably the two openers we have for this area that's the mm-hmm. only time we hunt that
0: yeah sure yeah unless have- it's during the week yeah, yeah. and then no, i'm not like bashing on it i'm just no, i'm much. just filling out like what you guys like what you guys like to do mm-hmm. you know or what you what's the norm for like what you guys hunt and all that so yeah um
1: to be honest there wasn't even that many boats in there for the norm of an opener
2: sure yeah yeah and we're we just-
1: being honest
2: <laughs> yeah i mean like normally there's probably like twice as many boats as yeah. yeah an opener yeah. Which I think a lot of people ended up hunting the river for some reason. Which weird some
0: shooting out there. So, yeah. yeah.
2: yeah they probably did all right.
1: So, where know. we were sitting today, not lying. Every year we've hunted it the last three years, someone sits in those lily pads in front of us. Yeah. While people are sitting where we are.
0: Man, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. It's not fun.
1: <laughs> and you right. you see how close that would be to everyone oh, yeah. that's there
0: no it'd be yeah that'd be uh un- it'd be like it's almost unsafe yeah it'd be unsafe yep. i wouldn't even say almost it just would be <laughs> yep <laughs> but
1: but that's how it goes there
0: yeah that's openers everybody talks about openers being zoos and that's you know it's uh that's definitely part of it so um but the birds we ended up getting so we hunted in the morning um there and the birds we ended up getting um i got my first pintail drake so
1: can we talk about that for a second (laughs) so we are sitting here and it's getting to the point where like actually 45 minutes before this happened hunter goes well do we want to pick up yeah Jordan's exact words were i said noon
0: Uh, we're we're gonna wait till noon that's what i said what i I said you know verbatim just that's the kind of uh summarized version but i said i have a rule (laughs) i explained it to you like i have a rule if we say a time we stick with the time because if you cut short and you go up and pick up, that's when the birds will come. <laughs> yeah. And, and, <laughs> and I just always do that. So if I say noon and you're like, let's pick up, it was like, I think it was actually, it was 1130, was yeah. it? And and uh, you said, like, let's just pick up at 1145 uh, is what you said. Mm-hmm. You guys cool if we pick up 1145? I'm like, right, man, I got a rule. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I live by these rules. <laughs> so we're sitting
1: there and we finally see some wood ducks moving. And they're flying out of the marsh. And as they're flying out, I just happen to look past them as they're flying out. And all I can see is a wave of birds. I don't know what they are. And they're way off in the distance. And I tell these guys, hey, there's ducks headed our way. And there's a lot of them. And their exact comments are, you're crazy. I don't see anything. Where are you looking? And I was like, they're in front of us high. And it wasn't until, well, I don't even know if you saw them until they
0: started falling out of the atmosphere. Yeah, I didn't see them as and soon as you guessed so, it. So,
1: like, they're coming over the trees, and I'm literally telling these guys, they're in the marsh now. They're coming right at us. Get ready. And Hunter again goes, you're crazy. There's no birds here. And then all of a sudden, they free fell, like, probably 100 feet out of the air, straight yeah. in, straight into the open water.
0: And uh, we, weren't, we weren't duck calling at all. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think we might have whistled a few times, and we're working the motion ducks, and that was it. And these birds were just working right in. They'd- and they came in. And they did the first, I mean, they're coming right over the decoys, and then they cut at, like, 40 to 35 yards. They swung hard to the right. And And I
1: actually pulled up.
0: Yeah, you started to pull up, and I said, no, 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 no. And uh, I was just hoping they'd finish, you know, because we we almost had them that first time. Mm -hmm. And then they swung out again, and they'd started to do their approach. And that's actually when the other group shot into them about 70 yards. And – they still came right right towards us, and
2: um,
1: so we got we got lucky with a one yeah. coming so, right well, at us.
2: Well, again, to continue the story this, get- this one's coming right at us,
1: <laughs> and Jordan goes, "I call dibs, <laughs> <laughs> and it it is in my lane. It was far left, and I'm sitting on the left side of the boat, and I say, "Nope, shoot my crippled," and I pull up and I whiff. Three straight times, and Jordan waited for me to shoot all three of my shots, and then just pillowed the bird. And it was kind of funny, and I'm sure it's on the GoPro. Yeah, but yeah, I got humbled. Probably should have <laughs> just let him take the bird instead of saying shoot my crippled.
0: It was actually a harder shot by the time I shot because it was a lot lower <laughs> when you shot. So yeah. Um, but yeah, that was pretty cool. Chief brought it back, got on video. Yeah, and it had a and had a nice sprig on there
1: i've never seen one this early have a sprig so it must be a pretty mature bird
0: yeah just
1: didn't
2: have its head colored yet
0: yeah so it's not a mounter but still pintail drake. so that's pretty cool that
2: is pretty cool and that was the last bird of the morning wasn't it oh yeah we picked up right after that right after that (laughs) yeah because it was Well, that's what the that was the thing is that it was like i looked at the clock after you shot the bird and it was like a minute after when i was like yeah we should pick up like yeah. this is when i think we should pick up and then you're like no this is our rule and i was like well if we would have listened to me we would have missed out on that bird yeah so, oh yeah but, but yeah Then we pick, picked up and then we went and got lunch and went and did an afternoon hunt yeah but we still got to say
0: what birds we got so oh yeah um oh. we had what we have two gadwall two blue uh two blue wing till two green wing and two wood ducks and a cute and a cute
1: and, <laughs> and a pintail
0: and the pintail and uh, also your dad was hunting with us in the morning. So yeah. for people counting at home, <laughs> yeah, we're not over our limit. He was with us as well. So,
1: Side note, the coot was not on purpose. <laughs> we were all kind of hanging out, looking down. And all of a sudden, all we see is birds flying into our decoys, locked up. And I say, in the decoys. And I winged one, and Hunter
2: dusted. <laughs> yeah, I pulled up. And, like, and right- as soon
1: as it hit the water, I was like, Oh, that's a coot.
2: Yeah. As as soon as I like pulled up on it, I was like, oh, well, it's a coot. And then like like you know that split second, I was like, well, I'm I'm already on it, so we'll use it as a little bit of target practice <laughs> there you go. here. Dusted. Dusted. Yeah. Like just pillowed that thing. <laughs> they're st- they still eaters. Yeah. Yeah. You can still eat them. Yeah.
0: Edible ish. I did actually. I don't know if I've ever shot a coot. Now that I think of it. So really, I didn't shoot
2: on that flock either. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Restraint. <laughs> But yeah, so we had a pretty good morning, like in all reality, you know, we we're sitting at the landing beforehand and I was like, if we shoot 10 birds in the morning, that'll be, I think oh, yeah. that was going to be a good morning. I think
0: without the fact of having the other group just there. Yeah. Like it, it kind of just, uh, it was like, uh, it just made it like a sour type mm-hmm, taste to yeah. the hunt. So, you know, it, you know, it is what it is and all that, but, um, and it did make for a lot of good jokes at Tim's expense, at my expense. <laughs> and pretty much everything was uh, just, you know, one liner about Are you going to invite your buddies to sit a hundred yards away from <laughs> us? We're like, the, wor- we're- <laughs> the worst thing
1: is, is when they'd mess up, they'd like call me and be like, Hey, my bad. Like, okay, stop calling yeah. me to tell me you're bad. Like, yeah, but
0: sorry about that. Mm-hmm. We pulled up and didn't didn't realize they were that far away. He yeah. still the one, shot the one
1: time mm-hmm. on the mallard. We pulled up and they were in the sun. We didn't know where they were, so we shot. Yeah, but oh well.
0: So, anyways, now let's let's talk about the afternoon hunt. So we go out and we it's go a to a completely marsh. different marsh. Yep, and this one's uh, a lot bigger, a lot cooler. <laughs> <laughs> And there is nobody setting up from us one hundred yards away. So we go in there, um, run the boat in there, kind of we kind of cut towards one hole. We're we're hitting birds out of there, bumping them up, and uh, kind of you know it it kind of felt good, like it felt like a confidence boost to see mm-hmm. see the birds, and then you know we end up we can't get in that can't get to that hole, so we ended up going back into this back section of the marsh. It's like all this dead, like flooded timber, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it was, honestly it's a super cool, looking marsh. And you kind of asked me at one point, like the the first marsh we hunted, if it's similar to other marshes we hunted, and it was. But this one was different, you know, because mm-hmm. it's almost like a little. It's like a it's like a, they must have uh, dredged the river or something. You have all this like ridge, river system, yeah, yeah, or something that that used to be part of it.
1: It's like two separate marshes, really, because you've got like your. Red grass, normal marsh. And then I would call where we were is like the swamp.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It I don't like, know. It's. Well, I think what it is is it's the old river channels, like the old yeah. cuts that used to come through. And then at one time they diked it off, which I don't know how long ago it was diked. Sure. A long time now. But it's been diked off for a long time, so it hasn't been able to... It's just stagnant stay. water, yeah. Yeah, it's just st- stagnant water. And so some of them are pretty deep, honestly. Some of those cuts are w- way deep, but you know, they're they're flooded... Yeah, you know, it's flooded hard timber. That's all. Most of it's dead. That's and in there's, the water. And there's
0: smartweed in it, and um, and I did find out that was barnyard grass. That other stuff too, which is uh, oh, uh, what is it? That's wild millet. So oh, okay. Um, so that is another food source. So it's got some good food sources for for wood ducks and mallards and just any you know other other birds for sure. So uh, anyways, we go back in there. We decide to go down this little channel, and we just see a handful of wood ducks bump out of it. i think it was like eight nine mm-hmm. something yeah. like that so we tucked up in the tree honestly put out a, <laughs> a pretty good spread you know uh, with mojos and the motion ducks and uh, teal and wood ducks and um some flock of flicka. so we had a lot going on like right in front of us um but man it was actually super cool because we're sitting there and this flock of just about 30 wood ducks come in i mean they're just maple leaf and they split this dead tree and come right at us and uh and you guys laid into them you you <laughs> shot two hunter tim dusted a, a big old stud that you're probably going to get mounted yeah and i shoulder my gun and like after all this man and it's just i couldn't believe it i didn't even load my gun so i had like i I was bearing down on like two or three wood ducks <laughs> I had, i probably would have you know it's easy to say, but yeah, yeah. I might've shot my limit. There were, I mean, they're just right there. Could have limited out on that flock.
1: Mm-hmm. Does that flock change your mind now? On what? Boat blinds. We were in a boat blind. Yeah, we were in a boat blind. And they were going to finish on top of us.
0: Sure. No, I will say the difference is, um, I've never had issues with boat blinds in places like rivers mm-hmm. where you have trees and top cover. It's just a different ball game. Okay. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot easier to hide like that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, if you can finish like where we're at in the morning in the marsh in a boat blind and you're finishing wary mallards, then I'll be a believer in boat blinds, okay. but that's Fair hard enough. to do. Yeah. That's hard to do no matter what no your matter height what, is. Yeah. You know, you got to have your everything. You have have to have everything perfect to finish those type, type of mallards. And so far in a boat blind, I have not been successful with that. Okay. So okay. now wood ducks are definitely easier to finish. So it's not a one-to-one comparison. And also we're in, we're up against like these trees. And like you said, the old part of the river. So uh, we had to, we had really good cover. I mean, yep. Yeah. So my mind has not changed. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it still, which is fine. Um, I'm hoping
1: the video shows up of just how cool that flock coming in. I it mean, was super cool. It's just. It, was, it nice. was as a hunter, though, like the first thought I told these guys, the first thing that went through my head, I went through about the max amount of emotions you possibly could in about a five-second span where we see these wood. Because where we're sitting, we can't really see a lot from our right. And we saw, what, maybe five, six mm-hmm. come around the corner. And I was like, oh, we got some coming around this chute. And then, like, they just kept coming. Like, there's more and more of them. And then they all started stopping short a little bit. And then, for whatever reason, like you said, that tree, I think that tree saved us because half of them had to split around it. And they funneled right into, like... Well,
0: it was like the first ones landed and all the ones after it. Because it was like 30, like it was said. Yeah. The first ones landed and there's like a domino effect and all these just kept landing towards us. Yeah. And so, by the time the end of the group was getting to us, you know, you guys pulled up and started shooting yep yeah I, I pulled up and was just looking down my gun trying to <laughs> trying to rack in shells that weren't there <laughs> so it was click and then rack 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 i couldn't get shell oh man i was after that i'm like okay well if we just had 30 finish i feel like we'll still be able to do it but if we don't man oh man this is gonna be a hard
2: one to live down <laughs> uh, so in that one flock i doubled and so i shot two of my three wood ducks for the day And so while we were sitting there, we also saw some other birds working a different cut about, what was it? Like 150 yards in front of us, maybe. Yeah. And so we were like, we saw those. And since I had shot two birds and you you still needed, (laughs) well, and then like, so you get your gun, you're working on your gun and birds are like working into us, like flinishing into us flick, just maple leafing into this hole. You finally get it on jammed and the birds quit flying. Yeah. And then finally birds fly again And you shoot one overhead, and it lands, like, seriously, like, 15 feet behind you. Like, it's so close. And it's, like, right in this waist-tall grass. And we're like, okay, you know. And it was a good shot. And so can't find it. Yeah. We go over there with both dogs. Oh, we looked for...
1: Forever. Oh. We missed two flocks that flew into our our set because we were looking for this bird.
0: And we just couldn't believe it. We had both dogs on it. And the only thing I can think of is there was this tree that was tipped over And water and a root system. I kept trying to get Chief in there and to get Birdie. But, like, he wouldn't... He wouldn't go in. He wouldn't... Like, he wasn't going to go in, like, under the root system. And uh, he was just trying to, like, get back up on the tree every time. I don't know. Yeah. So, that's the only thing. Because, I mean, we worked and worked and worked that ground. And that thing, I mean, it was dusted. Yeah,
2: it was dusted and, like, it was... It landed right next to us. Yeah. And you're like, okay, marked. Got it. Copy. (laughs) Go get it, Chief. And then it's like, nothing. And yep. like, I mean, like, honestly, I bet we spent like 10 or 15 minutes looking for that bird. Easy. It was, I think it was longer than that. Cause we came back and then I, I went back I'm like, I'm, I'm going to look again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm, I went back and I stood right where I was. I'm like, we were looking the right area. Maybe I just didn't go far enough mm-hmm. and maybe it'll be in that tall grass. Cause it was, like you said, it was
2: like, I mean, it was chest high. Yeah. So it was some thick stuff, but yeah. And um, so of course we're looking for that bird. And more birds are trying to finish on top of the decoys while we're looking for this one. And, you know, we're trying to be res- responsible and re- retrieve the bird we already shot first. And then, you know, however much time passes. And I'm done shooting. I'm just jerking the jerk string, yelling there's birds right over there. <laughs> and these guys are whiffing on everything. Like, just horrible.
1: I was in a bad spot strictly because the birds that were finishing, they were not finishing one or just by themselves, I could only shoot one more wood duck, so I'm like waiting for birds to like flare, so that way maybe I can only shoot at one. And by the time I'm shooting, I'm literally trying to shoot behind them. It just was yeah, not you're a good you're trying not to scotch
0: devil. yeah. And uh, and
1: they were like the birds when they came in, they're on top of each other. They are about as close as you can possibly get for birds on top of each other. Yeah. So it was just, I finally got lucky and had a solo come in. But
0: oh yeah, so dogs dogs work great. We got them on some retrieves and and you know uh wes and your dog tim you know got some some uh lively birds too in the brush and then you know chief had an amazing retrieve right there at the end where i winged one at least i thought i winged it Mm -hmm. which
1: it went went down like you winged it went down
0: like i winged it and we're like like i said we're hunting this little pond that's 30 40 yards wide and it, it goes We shoot it right over that water, and it goes, like, 60 yards past it. And so uh, I think you said, uh, Hunter, you said, you want me to go look for it? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm going. And, like, I'm walking across. I sent Chief right when it fell. I'm just shaking my head. I'm like, I can't believe this. I just can't believe this. Like, it's like every little thing. And somehow I I just barely clipped this bird. And I'm, like, walking across trying to hold my waders up. And, like, here comes Chief back with it, and it's stone dead. (laughs) It wasn't even, like – it wasn't even you know so it wasn't even crippled so yeah yeah so all takes- that to say that was the ugliest three man <laughs> wood deck limit i've ever seen in my life well
1: the worst part about it is, so you shoot your three you're done and i literally we're both shooting 20 gauges i look down i have one shot in my gun i only brought nine shots over with me thinking i only need one bird so you throw me a and a shot, I throw it in my gun and then a solo hen finally shows up. <laughs> and my second shot I hit it but didn't kill it. And it's just literally sitting there fluttering. I was like, Oh cool. Like this is how it's gonna end. We're not gonna get our limit. Luckily it sat in the water and we were able to go get it, but Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun day.
0: Just Yeah, you you've definitely I mean that thing was pretty much dead. I
1: think it so. was dead. It just didn't know to land. I don't know. Yeah, you
0: didn't crumple
2: it. No. It was just a, it was a slow expire. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what was funny about, like, how ugly that three-man limit was is, like, it was not because there wasn't birds. And it was, like, not because, like, the, it was just a combination of every little tiny thing that was could like possibly it, go wrong. We'd
0: move at the wrong time. We're, like, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. like, we, we pick up the decoys, and here comes all the birds. And we get over there. And, like, still, like, I'm trying to set my cameras, and, oh, the bird's coming. It's, like, no you big like, deal.
1: move to itch your arm, and all of a sudden, birds are flying out of your decoy while you're not paying attention. Oh, yeah, you're we'd be watching,
0: way. like, the mallards fly overhead. Yeah. And then, like, here would come, like, uh, the wood ducks sw- swooping right past us and down through the pond. And then then uh, I go to shoot once, one shell goes off, you know, and, and then it jams. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting there trying to unjam my gun with my finisher <laughs> 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 finally get it. You know, it's just yeah, every little thing that could go wrong. And then you finally hit one and it sells on you. And then you have to go try to tread across this. And luckily, your
2: dog's a, you know, your yeah, hero. Yeah. 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 The dog was the unsung hero, like on this stuff. You know, this, uh, not so much this morning. I think this morning, most of the bird retrieves were pretty easy. You know, we had some pretty stone dead, stone birds in there. I mean, like, so oh, yeah. I didn't have to get out of the boat. So <laughs> they're still a hero. But definitely like that wood duck hunt, you know, the nose definitely came in. Very handy because otherwise, there would have been birds that we wouldn't have been able to find. Yeah, there just would have been no way. Oh, yeah. So, overall,
0: it was like I said, like I said from the beginning, it was an experience. I think by the end, we were all pretty happy with it. And yeah. you know, we hustled, we worked hard all day from sleeping in the boat to getting out there to trekking to the, the, the little wood duck hole. And yeah, it was awesome. So, yeah. and now it's what.
2: Ten fifteen, and we're <laughs> gonna finish this thing up and go to bed and wake up tomorrow and try it again. Oh
0: yeah, the hunter's life, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, so the plan for tomorrow is actually we're gonna go back to that wood duck hole. Yeah, yeah and, and try to hunt it in the morning. Yeah, I think uh, me and me and Hunter are pretty high on that, and Tim's kind of.
1: Yeah, I'm not all about putting your eggs all in one basket, but there's enough wood ducks there. We'll probably be all right.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm hunting for that band. <laughs> You're yeah, hunting for that band. I'm hunting for that band. Side
1: note, Hunter now knows that they banded 150 of these birds about three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh,
2: my goodness. Yeah, there was about 150 oh, up when no. I that got banded, so. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think people
0: are going to start hating me if I actually shot one.
1: <laughs> Do you remember the last time you shot... Your banded teal, you said. Well, the only band I need to shoot now is banded wood duck.
0: <laughs> you did say that on the podcast. Uh, it was kind of a joke. I can't believe that they, they actually banded wood ducks here yeah. they
1: literally three weeks ago, right? The week before youth season, which was last weekend, they banded 150 wood ducks <laughs> in this area.
0: Uh, well, I'm not gonna band, huh? I'm just gonna shoot my three <laughs> wood ducks. I will try to shoot drakes if I can, and uh. Yeah, it should be fun. So and then so, at, after that we might go sit in the marsh and mm-hmm. and try to hammer on some some other ducks as well.
2: So the question is, is at first light tomorrow, you only gonna go for Drake's or you gonna shoot a hen if it flies in?
0: I don't know. It just it depends on the number. Okay. Like, you know, a lot of times you say in like the first fifteen minutes you can really tell the strength of a hunt, like how how uh, what the bird numbers are gonna be like. If it's just like we're seeing like onesie twosie we know we're not going to be picky, but if we look up and there's just birds like swarming around and flying, I think that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll try to shoot my, my drakes, but it's like today at some point we're like, you know what, <laughs> <laughs> we, just, we just have to shoot what we can get. Yeah. And it was like, you know, maybe
2: I still could have shot my drakes if I would have tried, but, um, I, yeah. I was getting worried, I guess. Yeah. And then the other question is, is like, so in that slew, if we set decoys, right, we'll be able to land birds. Like I, I definitely like when I was sitting back there by myself. We, I was able to land birds in there, and I wonder if we, you, we shooting birds on the water tomorrow. We water swatting, or are we gonna, <laughs> are we gonna spook them up and give them a fucking chance. I don't, I spook
0: them up. Like if they land, like I'm okay with water swatting like the first bird, but if I see them coming and I try to shoot them right before they land, the okay. back
1: on the back pedal.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what I try to do. I try to shoot them right before they land, um, but if they land, it's not like. Oh no, now we can't shoot you. Like it's like, yeah. not like they're safe.
2: <laughs> like kids playing a like a game. It's like a timeout. <laughs> yeah. If I touch the water, I'm safe. <laughs> I mean, we laugh about it, but like seriously, there's people that think that. I know. know? Like, I think it's got, ridiculous. That y'all you know, that that's how they do it and it's like that's not the sportsman's way to water swap birds. I mean, I call yeah. them Arkansas on them. So I think <laughs> that's going to make some people angry, but oh, like yeah. yeah.
1: I think if you're if you water swat a bird, that's a compliment. That means you did your job to the fullest. You landed that bird in your decoy, right?
0: Yeah. No, I'd say so. I mean, I, I get both sides of it and I'm i I'm, I'm on the side where I think, you know, I don't have a problem with water swatting, but I understand the side of the people who say that they don't do it. You know, it it come, I think it comes from um back in the market days, you know, had the punt gun mm-hmm. and the market hunters, and they're just trying to kill everything they could. Um, and then you have, you know, more of our, our modern day hunter where it's like the sportsman. So they say it's not sporting. Right. Um, cause market hunters kind of took them out, uh, almost to extinction. And so then this is passed on from, you know, grandpa's to, to kids and all that as well. Grandpa said like, we don't shoot birds on the water. It's like, why? Well, it's just what grandpa said. Right. So the mm-hmm. reasons kind of lost, and they say, well, it's not sporting. So I think that's where where it comes from. So I get it. Like tradition matters in duck hunting and all that. And if that's your tradition that you, that's passed on to you, and you know, that's that's all you. But like for me, I I'm not opposed to you know. It's like I said, you fooled them, you won. There's no uh,
2: there's no shame in water swatting a bird. Yeah. yeah, and plus it is really cool to watch them land all the way. There. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just that one group was insane, I really hope that that yeah. vid- that footage of that is just crazy
0: that is that is my favorite when you have a flock of of five six seven plus you know up to thirty wood ducks or whatever, mm-hmm. and like part of them are landing, and then you start shooting the other ones that are yeah you know that's the coolest way to do it, mm-hmm. so yeah, the most appealing vis- visually you know it's just a a visual uh You can't get out of your head. I'm going to close my eyes tonight and still remember it. And then remember. (laughs) Go and
2: click, (laughs) click, click.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was your chance to shoot your banded wood duck and (laughs) watch it fly away.
2: Yep. Never know. Never know. No, that was, that was, the afternoon was a very cool hunt. Oh, yeah. In all all reality, it was a cool hunt. We got to learn some places, got to show you, you know, a different marsh that, you know, we're able to hunt around here and it's, it's cool. And that's only like part of it. There's still two other parts of that marsh that. Yeah, I haven't even seen yet. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: All righty, well, it's a pretty good place to go ahead and wrap it up, uh, guys. Just a reminder, you can see both these hunts. Um, well, I don't know if it's going to be one or two hunts. I don't know if I will split it up yet. We'll see how the footage goes, but um, you can see all this stuff over on the YouTube channel. Um, and you know, it's cool talking about on the podcast, but I think the videos are going to be pretty cool too. So definitely check those out. But I'm Jordan from Duck and Chronicles, and Hunter and Tim. And we'll see you guys on the next one.